It's your boy Jack. This is the Brigade, the podcast, hosted by no other than your boy Jack. As I said before, I'm joined by two of my uh my battle buddies, my co-workers. As you know, this is a military-friendly, operated, and owned podcast. So be, uh, before we start, um, I want uh, I want to introduce both of my my my, my cool cats. Via uh FaceTime due to this COVID nineteen situation, cause I knew if it wasn't if it wasn't going on, they'll be right here in person. So I want to give a huge shout out and welcome to the show. And thank first of all, thank you brothers for joining. But uh, shout out to my homeboy Dog that's in Georgia right now. What up, Dog? And my brother from another mother, uh, Freeman. I call him AKA Manny. The sharp man. What up, bro? Uh, live in Alabama. You in Alabama? So, so DOG, wh- where you at? Where, where you located at? Oh man, I'm right next Fort Stewart, man. About eight miles outside of Fort Stewart, in this little town called Little Wilson, man. AKA Long County, baby. It's done. Long man, man. for life. Man, man, where you at, man? I'm in Red. I'm in Huntsville, uh, right outside of Redstone Arsenal, where I retired at. That's what's up. That's what's up. So the, the both both of these brothers, man, we served together, man. Like I said, it's military operated. Um, ain't nothing but love, man. We we shot not. So we want to give a shout out to all the service members, man. The U.S. Army, the U.S. Navy, the U.S. Marine Corps, the U.S. Air Force, the U.S. Coast Guard, all state national guards, the Department of the State, because we know y'all don't do shit but run up the taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Homeland Security, another some other motherfuckers that don't do shit. Services, man. Uh, big shout out to y'all because without y'all, the freedom, our freedom wouldn't be where it would be at right now. So huge shout out. Um, um, facts, facts. So, so what's up, brothers, man? I, I, once again, man, thank y'all for joining me, man, on this, uh, on this, on my CP time because we were supposed to start at eleven o'clock because we here in uh. I'm live from Pasadena, California, Opella Studios, and it is uh, 11.34 a.m. on the Saturday over here, April the, what this is? We don't need some time over here at 2.34, and, and, and I'm going to send you a bill for this time, okay? Let's go. Let's go, bro. I got you, bro. I got you, bro. Send your time, baby, 1.34. 1.34. So how the family's doing, brothers? Oh, we all fine over here, man. Hey, uh, I got five teenagers in the house right now. But, uh, I got my two nieces because my sister-in-law, she in Korea, so we been had those two. So, five teenagers, bro. And you tell me how I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I be, I be, hey, I be paying attention to you, man. You be, hey, let me tell you something, dog. You be going ham, bro. Hey, you, know hey, you know what, though? Them kids, them kids, I will say this. Uh, them kids going to make, they going to eat healthy because them, one thing about, about DOG, man, DOG is not, it, he, he's, he's very particular about what he's intaking into his body. Right, 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 right
Am I right or wrong, brother? I know you got uh, what you got going on over there. I see you got the uh, the, the, the what is the no age fitness? Oh yeah, man, my uh, my fitness brand. Yeah, I've been doing it. I've been doing it uh for about four years now, man. I had my I got my LLC, my license, and all that about a year ago. So I've been I've been bringing that smoke, man, to anybody, man. I'm uh no age limit fitness. Uh, I'm specializing, as you can see in my background, I'm specializing in nutrition, I'm specializing in youth fitness, uh, personal trainer, uh, fitness conditioning, and I just received my uh, senior fitness uh, certificate uh, today, so hey, whatever, from, from, if you're in diapers, I got you, if you're you a senior, you're in diapers, I still got you, so no Hey, right. hey, 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 DOG, he even doing taxes. If you need your taxes done, go see him. That's it, let's go. So I got you. <laughs> hey, man, so, man, you know, because, you know, you know, uh, I've been, I've been knowing you for a good minute, so majority, you know, I had to throw that in there because we was competing with one of his friends. You know, I've been knowing you since 92. Uh, <laughs> since he was stationed in Hawaii. But anyway, man, you know, I know all the kids, man. So how the kids doing, man? Because I know you got a football team as well over there. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Uh, first of all, I thank God that I'm able to have a job through all what's going on in the world right now. Facts. It, it has put me to be, you know, teleworking. And the kids, you know, they doing blended learning right now. And, you know, everybody online, bandwidth shot, can't get in on the bandwidth. Somebody, somebody asking questions every five seconds. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we maintain it, man. I treat my kids, man. What I learned when you got a whole squad of kids, you got. To, I thank God for the military because I'm able to treat them like you got to get to know them one on one. You got to know what they like and all that, and still try to put them together as a whole. So we working through it, man. You know they growing up. You know, you know they all your uh, uh, nieces and nephews. You know, and hey, they they are doing good in school still. They still they the, the blessing is they love school. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So they make my job a little easy. You know, and I'm still out there taking care of troops, man, helping soldiers from the house, and 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 that always gonna mean something to me. Right on, brother. That, that is the truth. That dang on that dang on Sue be reading them books, boy. Sue and Zara. Zara gonna read them books, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And 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 the wife's doing good. All the wives, both wives doing good, right? Yeah, you know mine is. She done got her loose. <laughs> she shared it too. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, I seen that. Hey, you know. She hey, got look. her new car, so she good. Yeah. So look, so look, 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 guys, look, we was supposed to do the show on Friday, right? So I reached out to both of these brothers. And uh, it, I know it was some last minute, but I appreciate y'all time. And they were like, yeah, just tell us the time. Let me tell you, military, this is how military minded these guys, these guys, you know, DOG hit them with the, you know, hey, just time and let me know the time. I'm there. So, yeah. so <laughs> it would have went Friday, but DOG had to get the she shed yeah. uh, uh, implemented into the backyard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How, how that's going, bro? Is she is she still in the she shed right now? Yeah, I lost my wife on Friday, y'all. I lost, yes. Yeah. So. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, we communicate by text message now. Are you good out there? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, she probably she probably said, I need to take a break because, you know, uh, DOG be 
DOG does uh, karaoke on Thursdays. What is it, Thursday night, dog? What you do? We start on Thursday, already <laughs> Sunday, brother. <laughs> we give them hell over here. <laughs> Yo. I'm talking about he be having a party, man. I be sitting there, man. What he had, man, what he threw on the, uh, jagged edge. Jagged edge. Hey, son. Hey, Queen. Hey, son. Hey. Hey, son. Jagged, he done stole from a concert he went to. Boy, I had that car around my neck. Boy, I'm telling you, that jacket, I put that jacket on, bro. That, that move about 170 degrees, dog. When I'm <laughs> They, then I know you was in there drinking, so I knew it was good. Uh, Bruh, <laughs> I, cut that, I cut that performance short. You hear me? <laughs> hey, I said one verse. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling Notification, man. So I be looking for it. I be like, bro, you know. But you know, one thing though, brother, you keep you keep us laughing though, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh man, yeah, man. I just, man. I just like that's what I said, man. And I like, man, uh, motivating people and, and making them smile, man. It, it does something to me. You know what I mean? When I'm, cause some, you never know who be out there having a bad day, man. Sometimes I get people in my inbox, pretty much like you saying, man. They be like, wow, well, yeah, well, my video, wow, well, I been looking forward to it. They work shit ain't working today. I'm pissed off, Walt. I need need some laughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, the uh, the people you don't even think be watching, man. Be watching, man. They be looking forward to, to them laughs and you know what I mean, making their day sometimes, man. So that's why I do it, man. I, it's not just for me. It's for people around me as well, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's that, and, and that's really especially in times like this, man. Cause yeah, there's so much going on, man. What y'all? What y'all? So. Doing all the, you know, doing all the, this COVID-19, what y'all think about all the madness that's going on? Man, bro, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> Go ahead, friend. I'm going to let you. <laughs> hey, the thing that, what I can say from my foxhole is I see how if people think at this point that they can adapt to anything, they have adapted. Exactly, you know, exactly. people so scared, they don't even come outside, Holly. They don't even want to check their mail and shit, you know. And we have adapted uh, to this stuff. You know, you know, us being in the military, we're more reactive than proactive a lot. Then uh, that we get information <laughs> at the last minute. Mm-hmm. So it's like the whole world has been reactive because when this shit hit, you know, and then we losing, you know, some of our family members and stuff like that. So it ain't got no choice but to be serious about it. You know, it started off people doing all the little memes and shit on social media, but shit started hitting home. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I'm just glad we have came together as United States, you know, take care of our family. We, we practicing social distancing and, and, you know, we make everybody good. You know, within our foxhole. So, you know, oh, yeah. <clears throat> that's all we can do. That's the only way we're going to get a hold of this thing, you know, is we oh, take yeah. care of our people, you know, it, within the limits of, of what we were responsible for. So, yeah, you know. all I pretty much got on that. 
Yeah, I just me for me my my perspective, man. I just uh, you know, like we take precautions over here, man. We do be cautious, pretty much. Uh, everything we do, cause I'm I'm married to a medic, man. So everything is serious with her when it comes to this. But we just refuse to live in fear. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? We still gonna live. We still gonna go outside. We gonna, you know what I'm saying? So we just when we come back home, everybody, you know, do this wipe down, disinfect the wipe, throw the clothes in the wash. You know what I'm saying? But I refuse to like live in fear though. You know about about a fire. You know all this shit. We've been through, man. Amtrak and all the other shit. So yeah. I just refuse to live in fear, man. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still getting up every morning, doing my workout outside, inside. But at the same time, you know, we being precautions, though. You know what I mean? Sometimes, but you know, some mornings I get them up and make them do stuff, you know, like exercise wise. 
because I don't, I don't want them sitting around here just lagging. You know how uh, just sitting around putting on, on weight, unnecessary weight and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So they, they, they be kind of pissed at me some morning when I wake them up and they go walk. I don't care what you do. Just do something. You could go walk in the block. Uh, go get on the treadmill, uh, Junior. Go do some foot. Go, go do something. I don't want y'all just every day getting in the habit, just laying around, uh, sleeping in till eleven, twelve. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, they starting to do it now. They starting to get on schedule with it. Uh, they got the little routines going on. Of course, the chores go. The chores it never stops. So you know, <laughs> so they 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 pretty busy though. They go. They we keep them. We, we we try to keep them focused, man. You know what I mean? Yes. And, yes. And, 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 and do they do they understand what's going on? Or they don't know that is like. You know, I'm sure they 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 figured that out. One school, one school. September to October, the seniors, they got to go into school for like three weeks, take a test, and then they can graduate. Are they doing the same in Alabama and Georgia? No, not. We're doing blended learning. They they took classes online. Uh, teachers, um, uh, they got their different classes. So, so the good thing about it is uh, the, the students that, that probably heard, and I can speak for this area only, or, or maybe the uh, kindergarten through uh, second grade. But third and up, they already on laptop. So they was doing a lot of their stuff online, online anyway. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So so they now they fully online, you know. And, um, you know, like uh, Sue, she get classes from her teacher, you know. She have to log in at a certain time and go over a lesson, and then she give them a, um, a homework that has to be done and submitted prior to 6, six uh, uh, p.m. So, you know, they still active. They still involved. You know, they're going to school right now from Monday to Thursday, and, and the teachers use Friday grades <laughs> and stuff, you know, so they can still continue to get these kids, you know, grades, and so they don't miss a beat. Instead of, you know, hey, you're going to be in the same grade again, they still, they. that's what I said. I think we all as a whole adapted to this thing pretty good. You know, and um, I'm I'm glad that they ain't got to step back because it was something that 
<clears throat> happened that was out of their control. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's like, hey, I want to be rebellious and I'm going to drop out of school. You know what I'm saying? And then you try to go back in there and get your GED or something like that. Oh, this, this, this affected the whole world. So they putting things in place to make sure these kids still getting educated. And that that's good. Yeah, and you know, yes. and, and you know, you know, you you look at my bad deal. You what you're saying? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, um, in my location here in Long County, they pretty much done with all that online stuff. So, I'm just gonna read this, this little paragraph of what um what they school had sent out to the Long County students. It said, "Hello, my favorite student. I just wanted to update you on the um a few important things. Grades are completed for the year." No student will be penalized for the circumstances caused by the COVID-19. If you are failing the class, you will now have a 70, okay? If you are passing your class, you will you will be receiving extra 10 points since you missed on the opportunity to submit uh, late work uh, grades. So if you had a, a 88, you now have a 98, etc. So they're going to add 10 points on to those. No grades over 100 can be given. So if you got over 100, they're not giving you nothing. So everything here is complete. So they're going to, if you, if you going to have a 70 regardless whether you finish or not. If you were failing, then you had a 55, you're going to have a 70. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, hey, that's you, you, hey, you know, you know, you know, it's a mug. You know, one of them kids in the back, they probably have his head. Like, mom. I know I told you that I wasn't gonna make it, but look, I'm gonna make it. Hey, hey, you know the kid in the hey kid ain't never talked about God, my man. He good. God is good. You know he didn't got me through this school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mom, yeah. Mom, one guy that's So, so that, that's my. And you know now they you know now they switched it to what they doing online. So you remember, you know, and that's another good thing about being in the army, man. Uh as we as I transition into asking some of these good these good questions to you guys because uh, you know, both of you guys, man, um are retired. So thank you for for the year that you given to this country. To the year that you given to you to you. And you know, thank your family first, because you know, they they went through all this with you. So um you know, being in the army, we've been doing online classes for the longest, and they just implemented this into a lot of. And I think a lot of this is going to change for a lot of colleges because this is the new norm. I think even once the world starts to turn, I think a lot of people are going to realize, like, man, I could just stay my tail at the crib and just do online training, which we've been doing that for since what Stone Ages. You know what I'm saying? Oh um, yeah. But. but what I want to ask you was going into that question is, man, like, what what age did you guys join, and what why what made y'all join the army? But before you answer this question, I always stop. I want to stop this right here and say, look, this is something we do on, on the show. I want you to pick your cups up, whatever you're drinking. If it's water, if it's milk, if it's uh, if it's coffee. Yeah, you could be drinking air. If you drinking air, raise your cup up. <laughs> and I'm a, I, I, I normally give the toast, but I want you brothers to give the toast. And you know, whatever y'all want to toast to, let's toast to that right quick. Bro, I, I, 
I'm just toasting to life, man. It's a, it's a blessing to be here, man. It's a with all going on, it's a blessing. So I'm gonna give a toast to life. What you got, man? I'm gonna give a toast to y'all, gentlemen, man, because y'all two of my, you know, what I'm saying, y'all two of my brothers, man. I shit, DLG is one of the first cats I met in my military, you know, my first military duty station. And then, you know what I'm saying, I met you, you know what I'm saying, we've been rocking ever since, so, you know, I'm my shout-out is to y'all, man, to y'all to prosper, whatever y'all got going on, I'm here to support, I'm here to be in your corner all the time. Already, man. No doubt, no, appreciate it, fam. Appreciate that, appreciate that, fam. And shout out to Crown Raw Apple. I'm, I'm not looking for a sponsor, but if Crown Raw Apple was there, or Crown Raw really would ever come knock on my door, I would gladly accept your swag and invitation for us to get our free drink on. So shout out to Crown Raw Apple today. Oh, yeah. Literally. Literally. <laughs> but um, definitely, what, uh, so, so what age, you know, and, and y'all can go in and, and, and whatever order you want to go in. But what age did you guys uh, join, and then what made you join the on? Well, since I'm youngest, between us two, I'm going to go fuck. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. You're right. You go. I'm, I'm, doing, uh, I'm doing at 18, and uh, one, of the, one of the reasons I joined was because my mom, mm. you know, I had to start, you know, trying to hang out with different crowds <laughs> like that. And I started, you know, I was still smart and still making good grades, but my personal life wasn't the best. And uh, I had this recruiter chasing me. I done dodged that cat so many times. He come up to my job. I'm dodging him. You know, I had like I got another another 30 minutes on my break. <laughs> just so I, I saw that dope. So... Uh, I came home one day from work. This cat up, I see that blue Corsica up in the yard. You know, <laughs> he and I already in there with my mom. You know, I done passed the test already, so I already got what it takes to join. And uh, I get in there, shit, it was basically signing paper. My mom was over there answering all the questions. Mm. You know, yeah, he gonna join. Yeah, he good. He 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 going in. You know, so I can never. Uh, not thank my mom for pushing me to this career that I made over 20 years um, in my success uh, because I had scholarships to go to college too, academic scholarships. So the one like my life was, you know, I needed the army or nothing, yeah. you know. So shout outs to Julia, you know, Julia uh, Freeman, you know, my mom. So um, I appreciate her for pushing me because that wasn't something I was looking at. I was, you know, I had just run state in wrestling, so I was looking at a whole lot of different things. But I'm glad that she pushed me in this uh, avenue because I, I pretty much followed her footsteps. Um, she had done a little time in the military, not as long as I did, but a lot of my uncles did a the time. So I just appreciate, you know, what I learned and the man I became for uh, joining the military. That's what's up. Yeah. What about you, dog? Hey, so I was on, I was a little seventeen-year-old thug, man. You ever heard of uh, join the army, or go to jail? That motto. 
found out my, who my squad leader was, slash, supervisor, whatever, anyway. Do you, but, where you was at in the last? You was in Anchorage or uh, Fort Wainwright, man. And they call it cold as hell. Uh, <laughs> they call it cold as hell. <laughs> they call it negative 50. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
years old, so, you know, I was trying to find myself. I'm happy. I'm out of the house with my mom and stuff, so, you know, I got a little freedom. So, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to find myself, but one thing that I did learn from my uh, immediate supervisor is that kept me out of reference. Because when he would punish me for doing something wrong or, or, uh, uh, not uh, stand to the standard, he'll make me get in some regulation. Like, I used to always So he did to I know ARC 7-1-3-5 because that comes the word of uh, the hat. And that's because Matt Sarn retired most and then, um, he, he made me give classes, he made me write thousand word essays on how to wear the hat. And all my students with me 20 years later, 20 some odd years later, you know, after I'm retired, I still know, you know what I'm saying, by paragraph, the wear of the, the, the hat because okay. I, I, I couldn't get it right, you know. <laughs> and I had uh, Staff Sergeant Williams at the time with some. With. He knew I was out there sneak drinking with DOG and all them on my day. So he got wind of it. So what he would make me do is he would make me be his designated driver to go to clubs and shit. So I couldn't drink. I had to make sure he get his drunk ass home. Damn, he was so, like that. So I'd be over there. I, I either stay at his house or I'd go back to the barracks because I ain't been drinking. But he kept me out of trouble. You know, because I wanted to drink or whatever. He'd have me over there at his house and have a little get-togethers and make me come over and watch them shoot shots and shit. I'm over here getting pissed off, but that shit kept me out of trouble, you know. And uh, with Matt Sergeant Retired Williams, that cat still, to this day, will hit me up and see where I'm at in my career period. Like, free. He, he is one of the reasons that I got my master's degree Cause he like free. I got my master's degree. Where you at? You know, he always wanted the people, his star players that he had throughout his career, to follow his lead. You know, so he wanted to read. Cause I'm like, shoot, hey, I got my bachelor's. I said, hey, I'm good. You know, he was one of the reasons that pushed me. You know, to get my master's degree, and he'll hit me up every now and then. Hey, free. I got this. Hey, you need this. It's good. That guy, that guy been retired probably about 10 years now. He's still mentoring, so, you know. Oh, yeah. So when you got people like that in your corner, you know, you can't stop. You know, a lot of us say, hey, man, let the suit, like, like me, you joke about DLG, you can't let the suit go. But when you got people like that, like he talked about that Sarah Thomas that then, you know, affected him in his life like that, you can't yeah, quit, mm-hmm. man. There's somebody yeah. out there still needs your leader. Still need you to get them to the next level, and and I I live by hey, I, hey once a soldier still a soldier. That's right. You know, I'm not going to be at a point where I can't mentor and train and lead somebody and get them to the next level. Even if I'm not up to date with where the army is right now, I get there just take care of the troops. Reaching out to me. Asking you for advice, you know. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so it, it's in you, Lou. And you're gonna see this when you finally hang up your hat. 
Oh, yeah. you still going to be out there mentoring and training and leading and giving advice and giving people to the next level. You might not even know what you're doing. You're just being yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I see, I see, I see it when I, you know, when I move around because how I'm placed here in the city, you know what I'm saying, in the, in the, in the second largest city in America, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, which is is uncommon to see military individuals. So, it'd be people I'm talking to and, and just young men I'm talking to, and I wouldn't even be knowing that I'm probably giving them just dabs and bits of, of something that they probably not even getting at their home, you know what I'm saying, or at their house. So. Um, that's 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 a huge factor, man, of, of getting that good leadership and then having that installed in you and then just running with it, man. So, what what is good leadership to you guys? Well, hold on, I'm trying to fix it, but yeah, but for me, man, I mean, and it's just me, man, being being the NCO all those years, man, it just uh, leaders. Creating other leaders, you see what I'm saying? You you you, you reaching back now, and, and, and you bringing up, you mentoring these young sergeant, these young E4s, or uh, uh, to be in your position. You see what I'm saying? So you creating yeah. other leaders, man. Not just it's all about me. And I'm retired, but I can still to this day counsel the hell out of somebody. Put somebody in front of me that got issues <laughs> and, and watch me work. Anyway, so... That's for me, but for me, it was always good leaders is creating other leaders to take yeah. your spot. Yeah. Yes. I agree with that. I definitely That's agree in a nutshell. What about you, man? My thing is, uh, when you talk Talk about good leadership. First of all, I'm always stick to this. I think leaders are born. You know, we don't know what someone went through, you know, prior to them becoming the military, that they had to be a leader. They had to be a daddy to their sisters and little sisters and brothers, mm -hmm. you know, to their cousins. They didn't have, you know what I'm saying, that they had to stay because, you know, their mama um, or dad or whatever things happen, whether it was death or whether it was natural issues. Um, but I think leaders are born. Um, it's, it, but you still need, if you're a born leader, you still need somebody to groom you on how to take that talent. Just yeah, because you're a born yeah. leader, somebody see that shit in you, you still got to, somebody got to groom you on how to do it, you know? Kind of not believing in yourself that you even a leader. You just you just doing what you supposed to do. But but people following you. You yeah. know? Yeah. So but they got you know, they got the Sarah Thomases, the Sarah Wills, you know what I'm saying? You name it, the people out there that we can relate to. They it's got it down, but that that's out there to groom us on they see it. Yeah. You, to this day, I don't say on nobody that I don't see nothing in them. You know, we still to this day, if we go back and we mentor them and soldiers and, and people reaching out to us still, we still are allowing them to reach out to us even though we retire because we still see something in them and we still put, push into love but they, they might not even think they can get within themselves. Mm -hmm. um, example 10, I had this uh, sergeant, uh, Sergeant Kirigor. 
cheese in the warehouse. I saw some in the man, and I was she gonna be something like, but no, but but the uh, one us and everybody, uh, nobody took <laughs> the time out to get her what she needed. So I started watching, and I was like, hey, I said it's a couple things that you need to fix, you know, and and get yourself your time management and stuff like that, and. Right now, that, that's our, she is a SAR first class. She done been, she was drill SAR out a year, two or three times, all that, because like I explained to her, sometimes that is what I love about being a leader and learning that person, maybe where they at and where they supposed to be. Exactly. You got exactly. to, you got to allow them to be where they are to make a change. Her being in front of people, motivating people was her thing. So I helped her get to that position where she could do what she's best at. Now she out there motivating young women, and she got her own own little podcast thing, uh, own little uh, motivational uh, speak thing she do. That she out there motivating young women how to carry yourself as the stuff like that. That I already saw something was instilled in her, or that she was uh, able to create. I couldn't. Pinpoint it, but I knew it was mm-hmm. something special about it, you know. And <clears throat> the other thing that I'm gonna uh, leave out on this note, what I think about good leadership is you search, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta stay in the know because whether you're gonna continue to be that good leader or get that good leadership, you gotta stay in the know. You can't be over here talking about 1920 shit. And it's not even 2020, yeah, yeah. and you keep people abreast to the just going on in the army. You, you got to stay, stay in the know. Yeah, you you got to go in there if they in the warehouse and, and consumed over. Hey, we got O2 priorities. These people need their parts. You know, you got the motor sergeants and stuff down there wanting their parts. You still got to make sure that soldier in college. You still got to make sure that mm-hmm. soldier doing what they take to the mm-hmm. next level in their career, mm-hmm. not focused on the work. Right. You got to know to be a good leader. Now, I agree. Now, with I agree with you. And I think uh, from what both of you guys said, man, I came in in the era where um, I joined in 03. So I came in the era where it was the same as as both of you guys, where it was like, you know, I had I had that I had that that leader that was like DOG. I had that leader that was like you, you know what I'm saying? Like I had that leader that was, you know what I'm saying? That then been through some shit and not fearful to understand that you're gonna make some mistakes because you know now, and I speak for now because I'm still in. You know, I didn't see good good soldiers, good NCOs fall victim to just, you know, a, a simple mistake or, you know, the leader the leader is not really focused on them. Like you said, man, they're not in denial of making sure that that, that NCO or that soldier um, is doing the, the necessities to be better. You know what I'm saying? They just chasing the next rank. They chasing the next rank. They chasing the, uh, they chasing the evaluation report. You know what I'm saying? They worrying about all the other accolades instead of the true accolade to me. And it always been like that with me is, like you said, DLG, as a leader, if I can reach down and I can grab somebody and bring them up, that's the, that's the biggest accolade, accolade 
that's that's big. That's bigger than anything else. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. damn everything else. I'm not worrying about new. And I tell my guys that all the time. I'm, I'm not worrying about no damn evaluation report. I give two damns about my evaluation report. I want you to come. I want you to come here, and I want you to leave better than how you came. And if I couldn't, if I couldn't get you to change that. I failed as I failed as your leader and as you an NCO. You know, you know. So, so, you know, compared to when you guys joined, right? How was the army then? And then I can I probably can give y'all some insight, but I, when I say now compared to now, like prior to y'all when y'all got out, compared to when y'all first came in, and how was it when y'all started to transitioning on the way out? <laughs> Brother, <laughs> I tell you, man. Uh, <laughs> Just sitting back observing, man. It's it's it just it's so many policies and standards that done changed since my age. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, I mean, you. Oh my goodness! I could, I could talk. I could talk about it for an hour, but I ain't. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to keep it to a minimum. But man, from from the regulator to the standard to the pilots, from uh, uh, he uh, he yelling at me too hard. I'm pulling out my spence card. To, oh my god, it's it's crazy, bro. I mean, uh, they curse me. They I mean, uh, I mean, so much has changed, man. Uh, when I came in, man, hey, get your motherfucking ass on the truck. Get on this goddamn, goddamn exactly. motherfucker. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, all this stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? And you, you did what they said, man. You know what I mean? But now to this day, man, I swear to God, it's so much change, man. I mean, y'all see it. We all see it, man. I saw it at the end of my career, and I knew I had to go and get out because I wouldn't change. I'm old school. <laughs> and, and I said, and I, and, uh, uh, soldier pissed me off, and I said, get your motherfucking ass down, and whatever, get your motherfucking ass off, and, and later on, I'm, I'm gonna be calling the big man off with for cursing, come on now. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 it was starting to get ridiculous, man, so, uh, it got to the point where you had to start asking soldiers to do stuff. Hey, soldiers, excuse me, could you, uh, hey, soldiers, could, you know what I'm saying? It, it got ridiculous, man, so. I do my, it was my, it was my time, like the guy, man, pull that shit up, and, and it was time to ride out, and, and, it was time for the OG to ride out, man, it, it, it did so much changing, man, with the new army and stuff, and a lot of old, old soldiers, we, we couldn't adapt, man, it, we, we was getting in trouble, because we were still stuck on our own ways, you know what I'm saying, I know, I know I was, I mean, I ain't gonna go out the way of like uh, belittling, belittling no soldier or NCO, but at the same time, I, I, the, the end of walk that I came in with and that I learned to be, I couldn't be him no more. So, nah, gotta go. Yeah. So, it, 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 the, the, the standards, the policies and the standards, man, just all that change, man. The new, the new army, man, real talk. Yeah. What you say? What you got to say about that, Freak? Uh, one of the things, the biggest thing, uh, the kind of caveat on what DLG said is the standard change, They're man. They love to say caveat. No, when, we, when we went, when we went to uh, not signing them boots and all that, 
things just went downhill. Because I knew as a as a specialist specialist Freeman, you know, I don't care what nobody said about me, whether I was this or that. One day I could go and put my uniform in the cleaners and be creased up and shine my boots all Sunday morning. And come out there to the formation on Monday. And I'm I, I'm I'm a star soldier. I, I'm, I'm something to replicate because I fit the standard. I'm creased up. When when they went to them washing washing hands, washing wear. I had an NCO I never forget this and Lou know him. Uh we call him Shaky E. Uh, Shaky E Shaky E got on the hey, this would be a whole nother episode. Up. This would be a whole nother episode. Being creased up in the new um uh, in the army uniform when we went to those uh ACUs. I was creased up because the regulation, you know, you ain't supposed to crease them. It's washing work. Mm-hmm. You know, he told me. Chopped up, not slapped You know what I'm saying? He basically made me look like a dirt bag because I was creased up with with no with no scars on my on my brown boots because I wasn't in compliance with the regulation because the regulation said supposed to uh, iron these uniforms. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I was surprised I stayed in. You know, a couple, uh, uh, about 14 more years after that, because I was like, okay, I know I'm wrong, but I ain't no shit bag or nothing like that, because I'm still withholding the standard that was that I had to withhold before y'all changed his uniform. Yeah. You know, but um, one thing that made me say, hey, I'm finna hang up my old cleats, is. When I got to my last duty station and I was up here with all these high-ranking command sergeant majors, they've been a command sergeant major battalion level, the brigade level and all that, and they probably had a total NCO-wise of 10 to 15 because uh, Redstone had about 900 soldiers and 92% of them was officers. So they didn't have many soldiers for his enlisted uh, mentor and they weren't doing it and that's when I was like I'm done I, I cannot be in here with this level of you've been a battalion sergeant major brigade sergeant major some of y'all been in numbered positions at the one star and two star level and working on your three mm-hmm. and for me as a master sergeant get to the next level I don't want to be a part of this you know so that that was one of the reasons that I decided to uh, hang my boots up is because, uh, like a gentleman um, said, a uh, reference early about um, people uh, and that it got to that point, you know, for my last few years, people chasing rain, you know, because it got to the point, hey. We was putting out more of, uh, hey, do this, this, and that, and you get to the next level. <laughs> basics about leadership, but none of that. It was about, hey, go drill sergeant, go recruiter, go be an EOA, go do this, go do all this number and stuff. <coughs> have a then have the pieces. Good. You know? Yeah. So, 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 with all of that, I'm like, you know, it's time for me to mentor 
from afar. You know, you call me up, need some guidance. Hey, I'm still my son free. You know, I, I do what I got to do to take care of you. But I don't want to be involved in these changes. And, and the good thing about it, look, the men G done with a lot of old heads before our time couldn't do. They couldn't let it go. Yeah. They couldn't realize because they were still brainwashed and allowing they, uh, that, that, that's like when Jordan came back 23 to 45. Yeah. Hey, same Jordan, you know, but you, the love of the game brought you back. But you gotta realize when you, and we both realized when we were done, and some people still in there now that we grew up in the ranks with, they're still in here trying to hold on, that they need to hang up their cleats because if you ain't gonna conform to the new standard and new changes with the black socks and all this other stuff that coming mm-hmm. up, you need to go ahead and go to the crib because you're not helping where they go on. You know, you're only hurting if you don't um, get on board. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's the truth. And and, and it and it shows with 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 the, with the way they functioning. You know, me and um. Me and, me and one of the song majors that just retired, man, we were laughing about this, man, and we were just talking about, you know, and he works out. Like, he, same, same intensity, just like D.O.G., man. They work out, he get up in the morning. But, you know, he told me, he was like, he was like, he was like Lou, man, I refuse to take that goddamn PT test, that new PT test that's coming out. And I asked him, I said, well, why you say that song, man? He said, he say, let me tell you something. That right there is is was was a, a a kind of a black ball to put out the old or the older the older ones that been hanging on since the the ninety eights the ninety sevens you know what I'm saying because as many as many as many, um, um, as many damn scenarios or with that damn PT test your body can't continue to do that you know what I'm saying so. It's it's it was coming and it was coming and it's gonna continue to come with how they shred how they shred shredding the sheep to get rid of the older and, and, and bring in the new. Like y'all was saying, like man, I'm st- I'm in man, I'm still in and it's 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 some majors that ain't never been deployed. It's some majors that ain't never led a goddamn uh, a, a blind person into into the market. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all yeah. majors in there that ain't, you know, they went from, they went from, uh, it's it motor pool. Motor, for the motor songs, the DOG, you, you know you got that soldier in there that you just say, go over there and, and, uh, and, and, and make sure the BI is good for this, this, this chain of command that's coming up. You know what I'm saying? That's the song, that, that's the song major that's in charge of a lot of shit right now. That went to do all that. He he just had the time. He had the, he had the nerves to, to do his college, which is nothing wrong with that. He or she did their college, but they never led nobody. They always skimmed, they skimmed out of shit, and then eventually you put them in charge of some shit, and now you really see like, damn, who the hell? And you know you you question the song major like, who the hell? What's your damn? Who was your who was your first song on E seven when you was coming up? You know what I'm saying? And that that'll make a person that you like, man, I don't I don't remember that guy. You know, and, and this is for both of y'all. You know, you know, you don't have to go to Sean Major's Academy no more, right? Yeah. 
It's, you don't have to. If you get selected for the sound major list, you don't go to the sound major school no more. Yeah, you can do it online. You can do it online. <laughs> you do it online. What, what type of crap is that? But, I, you know, I'm not going to go into that to beat that dead heart, man. But I, I do want to say, you know, from, 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 from that question I asked you guys and y'all preparation, man, because that's what I brought both of you guys on here for. So, you know, that 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 person as, as myself, you know, you getting into the gears when it's time to, uh, to get ready to, you know, hang up them, the, the BDU, the ACU, uh, the OCP. Yeah, you know, all them goddamn uniforms I've been part of and it's time, it's time to hang them up. But I want to know from you brothers, man, um, for both of y'all, how many years you served? I want you know, tell the people how many years you served, uh, what year you retired. And then I want y'all to talk about the preparation before retirement and then going to, you know, how is life after retirement. And then y'all can, throw, y'all can drop the gems in there about, you know, the preparation for the VA, but, you know, we don't want to go too hard, because I want to bring y'all back on the show, we can, and we can do a whole in-depth about preparation for the VA claims, because, you know, people need to hear that, soldiers need to hear that. Oh, yeah, but, but, you know, I, for me, I gave you 24 years, man, but my last two years, man, I started listening to people, man, that already had retired some of my battles. That that had retired before me. Uh, you know, I always been Mr. Hardcore. Well, yeah, it hurts, but fuck it, man. I'm still finna get out here in the trenches and do what I need to do. But I started listening to some of the um the old here that were retiring in front of me, man. They like, dude, start uh going to the doctor, annotating all your stuff, man. You need to start doing this walk, man, for real, man. Yeah, you can do a thousand push-ups and all the other stuff, man. But look, man, get checked out, bro. If it hurts, you need to go. So I started listening to. Uh, some of the old heads that were retiring in front of me, man, and uh, taking advice from them. And <clears throat> when I got those uh, retirement orders, oh, my God, yeah, I took a knee. I'm like, yep, this is it. This yeah. is it. So I got the retirement orders, man, and uh, thanks to uh, just having all those mentors in front of me that had retired, man. I pretty much went down this. I, I did. I went down the same route that they took, man. Yeah. Going to the doctor, uh, medical records straight, all the above, man. And then, like I say, um, in the, in the, at, at the same time, I was still. Uh, uh, I, I just had uh, signed up for uh, my uh, college for fitness, for a yeah. fitness degree. So I still, I was still into that. So they were like, "Hey man, just take a, you know, you take a break from that from and just focus on you." And yeah, so when I got out, man, um, praise the Lord, be blessed, all the above, man. Um, they they ran my stuff, man, through clients and all the above, man. And then, like I said, man, I um, everything came back a hundred percent, bro. But it was just a it was just a blessing, bro. When when I saw them double zero, 
hey, you they got benefits and stuff for us, but you're not important no more. You're not first no more. You know, <laughs> yeah. The soldiers still first, you know. So they got all these benefits and everything right here for um, retirees and veterans and everything. You still are not first. So you got to prep yourself, i.e., if it's a degree or whatever, let the arm, you know, and and get yourself uh, stable and get yourself where you want to be for you and your family, if you have a family and everything, because a lot of us make this decision because we're on the board multiple times and we want to be there in our, in our kids' life. We, we fell in love with the last location or we know what location to go to and we want to be there to watch our kids grow up and be able to retire, I mean, be able to graduate in the school where they know somebody. They ain't just mm-hmm. get this in the 11th grade or the 12th grade. Now, somebody give them an email for a class reunion. They, they don't go because they don't know nothing of people. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of us made these decisions um, because we want to spend family time with our friends, our family, our loved ones that we ain't seen on a on a daily basis because we've been stationed in Korea, uh, a way across from where they are, you know. So it's very important to just lay out. I got my daughter that's 14 years old right now on a five-year plan because within the next five years, her life's going to change. Yeah. 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 So we, that five-year plan is very important. You know, that short-term five-year plan is important so you can actually lay out where you are, where you need to be, and everything so you can be successful because the has brainwashed us to hey they tell you do this you need to do it a lot of people have never thought on their own when you retire and hang up these boots you got to think in your own and what you need to be and where you want to go you know that is why the average life expectancy of a soldier is 10 years after they retire because people ain't doing the stuff that the working out Still, still motivating other people. Still staying in shape. Still eating healthy. You know, we gotta continue <clears throat> to spread this stuff out to these soldiers that are getting ready to come out. You know, and shout outs to the old heads that might didn't have the blueprint that they gave us or that we got now, but they still shared knowledge. Yeah. yeah. So we'll get our shit together because I had some yeah. put me on game. <laughs> Because I was like, I was still damn near like DOG. I was still hardcore, even though my fucking yes. work. I was still yes. in soldier. You know, yeah. I was still in soldier mode, but them guys kept on me. Free. You got your paperwork. You done went to uh, Fox. You done went up there and got checked. You complained to this. Shout out to them, man. They ain't have to do that. Because yeah. a lot of them, a lot of them didn't have ain't got a hundred, but I got a hundred. But shout outs to them, you know, for giving me yeah. the blueprint while I get my stuff right. You know? Because they have to do it. They ain't yeah. And they and they probably made a bunch of mistakes, man, and didn't realize that like you say, 
Didn't nobody show them. And that's why that's why I'm, I'm blessed, man. I'm not going to lie. I'm blessed, man, you know, to have brothers like y'all, man, because I know this. And I tell everybody, man, like, you know, like me and you had a conversation free and we were talking about how, how individuals, they need this army. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, like how you said, D.O.G., you know, you figured it was time to go. And at, and, and at some point in your life, man, that's just with anything, man, you know, if you're not having fun no more, when I, you know, when you're not able to, 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 to go out there and, you know, you showed a video when you was leading PT with the truth in, in Missouri, old flashback. When you're not able to go do that and have fun with it, it's time to go. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? It's time to go. It ain't fun no more. Though. It ain't fun no more. So it's time to hang it up. And a lot of us, man, we don't, we don't, a lot of us, we don't get that, we don't get that, that, that knowledge that you guys have. And, you know, I had, I had an e, a E8 in the battalion. He come up to me, he say, you know, he asked me what I was doing, what I was going to do next. And I told him, I said, my next stop is to do X, Y, and Z, but to prepare for, for retirement. And he was like, man, who, you know, man, you still got some years. And, and you say, you ain't. He said, man, you ain't you ain't prepared probably to get out. And when he said that, I looked at him. I said, son, I said, son, I ain't scared, son. And he said, well, why you ain't scared? I said, son, because I got some real motherfuckers in my corner that's going to make sure I'm prepared to exit this motherfucker right. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? So, a I vision. Just make sure you have a vision and a plan. You know what I'm saying? And you'll be, you be all right, brother. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. That's what I'm saying, man. So, I, you know... And man, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring these brothers back, man, because I think we need to get into depth with the VA, because you know what claims and what what more stuff you probably need to focus on, and that'll be a whole nother show. Because like I said, I think because this this I want this this podcast show to reach soldiers that's in Afghanistan and Iraq and that's around right. different bases, and they probably ready to get out, and they don't know what the hell to do because they ain't got they they probably got that leader that don't give a damn about their evaluation, and they're not squaring them away. You know what I'm saying? I had one. I, I had one that I had to uh, retire when I was in San Diego. Who I called? Free. I called. I called Freeman, and I talked to Freeman, and I said, Freeman, I, you know, I ain't never done no shit like that. I ain't never helped a soldier exit out of the, the military completely. He had more years than me, so I called somebody that I knew that had just retired. And the man guided me through the whole situation. And he told me to do behind the pile curtain, you need to do this, you need to do that. And we did it. And I made sure and that, that dude talked to me till this day. And he said, man, thank you because I, if I, I, I wouldn't have paid attention. I was just focusing on recruiting. And that's all they give a shit about is making sure that he was ready in no corner. You know what I'm saying? And what he's yeah, yeah. about to do retiring. So, yeah. you know. I appreciate you guys for that, man. And, and you know, like I say, we'll, we'll, we'll have another show where we're bringing out. I want y'all to talk about the VA stuff. But like I said, they need to hear that. But I okay. admit, I want to move into this next segment. So they're going to take you now. I want y'all to keep it short now because I know they want, they, you know, the year the year that I'm going to ask y'all to to, uh, to, to, to remember. And it, it could be any tale you want to talk about. I call this segment. The uh, barracks tale, and ain't got, they don't specifically mean that you was in the barracks. It just means, it just means in 2007, give the world a story that's an unforgettable, because you know, the civilians want to hear shit like that, because you know, one thing civilians, the civilians would never understand 
we live a hell of a life in the military, man. You know what I'm saying? Man. We live, yeah, bro. We meet so many people, man, and we enjoy so much good time with them. So the, the year is 2007. Anybody can go first. 2007. <laughs> Both of them on those like, man. <laughs> hey, 2007. Me and Lou was was uh deployed and belied together. You oh, know. <laughs> Everything unclassified. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 we was deployed in uh Iraq together at uh at Belide, I think that joint base Belide, what they call it, but we know it as Anaconda. Yeah. And um, we got, they wanted us to be assigned to some tubes. But our work area, we, we you know, they had me, I'm a 92 alpha, they had me as motors the whole time. So we had a shower and everything down there, so we stayed down there. And everybody hated the fact that we had vehicles and we was out of our own. Nobody can really mess with us and stuff like that. And <clears throat> Lou, I probably made him more of an outcast than he was probably supposed to be because he he was loyal to me. Mm-hmm. They liked it. They liked it too, but they ain't like me. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so we, you know what I'm saying? You know, you down range and you got to survive how you got to survive. You know, hey, you know, get your little sneak drink here or there. You know, those some fake meat from the, some some fake dog that they call uh chicken. The dinosaur meat. <laughs> 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 hey, that's shit extra big. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we out there barbecuing and kicking it, walking around with water bottles. You know, that ain't got water in them. You know, what I'm but, already know that. <laughs> But we had to do what we had to do, man, to stay sane. Because, you know, you got a whole nother life back in the rear. You know, that you can't touch and control. You know, but we be there for each other, man. And and I tell you, I'm still going to be loyal to Lou to this day. Because I, that cat, we had the same song, same. Hey, we said, hey, like that little verse she gave from Jacket Head. Yeah. yeah. It might it might just sound the same. Yeah. Our boys might look different, but we's on the same key. We's on the same key. Same <laughs> key. Hey, they never get us because we's on the same, same key. Same key. Yes, and they ain't just talking yes, all day. Yes, they sir. come asking him what's going on, and they'll come ask me. We still saying, I promise. <laughs> <laughs>
But, you know, me and him still been going hard and still been tight. I ain't saw, I ain't see that cat for, like, years after we left Stewart and we met back up in Port Seal. Same sight bitch. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Same sight bitch and that, like, it never missed And I, I still had your back then. Even yeah. though racist and everything was going on, I had your back. That's it. <laughs> Son, you were like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey. You said, what the fuck is 
Shout out to Anchor for uh for distributing my shit. So big shout out to Anchor. And uh one shot for one shot for the road before we go. If you got it in you, if you got it in you. Hey, I'ma get a toast on this one. Hey, uh live life, love your family, and take care of your family. Love y'all, man. Hey, thank y'all for, for tuning in, brothers. And we out. Mm-hmm.